Are you ready for pain? Are you ready for suffering? If the answer is yes, then you're ready for Captain Freedom's workout. Now, I'm gonna go on to another subject that a lot of people don't want to discuss today. All you women out there, you stop and think for a minute. You take a look at that fat, pot-bellied dude sitting next to you, eating pretzels and drinking beer, and take a look at Jesse the body in real life coming into your screen. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Now it's 1998, and the American dream lives on in Minnesota, because we suck the world! All right, welcome everybody to the Independent Streak Podcast. I am Tyrell Ventura. Here we are on Die First, Then Quit, Jesse Ventura's one and only Substack publication. Uh, and I'm here today with uh, a great, great friend uh, and a fantastic author, Dick Russell. Uh, Dick has co-authored many books with my father, Jesse Ventura. And now he finally comes on to the Independent Streak Podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Mr. Russell. Hey, Tyrell. Great to see you and be with you today. I want to talk to you about your brand new book that came out this summer, June 20th, The Real RFK Jr. Trials of a Truth Warrior. Uh, you had kind of mentioned to me that you were working on this book in the times that we you know crossed paths earlier this year and i was very curious to to sit down and take a look at it and to see you know what you discovered with this i want to start by asking what prompted you to do this do this book and, and dig into the life and, and and look at the life of rfk jr yeah well you know i i've written a number of books 15 now altogether, and uh and I've known Bobby for a long time, going all the way back to 1998 when we first met. And that was around the, this fight that he was involved in. And I was writing a book about uh, to, to preserve the last pristine habitat of the gray whales in Baja, California. And uh, we, we, I'd gone to interview him at that time. He was a, a lawyer then for the, environmental, for the Natural Resources Defense Council. And uh, I was working on this book that became Eye of the Whale. And we met and, and uh, got along very well. And both of us were activists in, in the sense of trying to preserve that habitat for the whales again from, against Mitsubishi and the Mexican government, this big salt works they were planting there. And these are the friendly whales, by the way, which you come right up to you in a small boat, you know, and, and you can pet them in the wild. I mean, it's one of the most amazing experiences on the planet. And uh, so he and I shared that experience down there. And that was the beginning. And then we did some other work together. We did a piece back in 2005, I guess, about the uh, the stolen election of 2004, where uh, George W. Bush, not him directly, probably, but you know somebody in his campaign diverted the the votes for for uh, for John Kerry for, uh, out of Ohio to these uh, other servers in in the South somewhere. I think it was Alabama. So we did a big expose of that for uh, for Rolling Stone at that point in time, and and then during the pandemic. Once that happened, and Bobby and I had remained friends. He did the introduction to my book on climate change, two, two versions of it, actually, uh, Horseman of the Apocalypse, and then became Climate in Crisis. And that was all about the big fossil fuel moguls most responsible for the situation we're in today. So then when the pandemic happened, I was just really upset at, at how he was being portrayed. Mm. Torn apart in the, in the, in the big media you know, portrayed as this, you know, villainous anti-vaxxer and conspiracy theorist, and maybe he's crazy. And, you know, I, I knew that was just not true. And I thought that perhaps a biography of him that would show his 
many accomplishments in the environmental realm. I mean, dozens of successful lawsuits against some of the biggest polluters in the world. Uh, and, and, and also what he'd been through as a, as a human being, you know, as a mm-hmm. kid growing up in, in, uh, in the aftermath as a teenager of his father, first his uncle and then his father's assassinations and what, he, what that put him through and how he had to really fight to come out the other side of that eventually and become the guy he is today. So that's the, the story of the, the genesis of the book. And it's certainly he wasn't running for president when I started the book and I didn't know that he was going to do that. To hear the rest of this podcast, plus a whole lot more of exclusive content, all related to the one and only Governor Jesse the Body Ventura, please subscribe to Die First, Then Quit.